Well, today, folks, I'm dealing with some real uncomfortable truth. I'm Alan Weiss. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm talking today about the fact that if you don't have enough numbers, you don't have enough talent. That is, if your population isn't large enough, by definition, you're going to have less talent. That's a direct correlation. I shall give you an example. I live in the state of Rhode Island, which is a wonderful state with a high quality of life, except you can't stay here. You have to get out of it frequently because it's lost in the 50s, like a Ronnie Millsap song. And so you can get to New York, you can get to Boston, you can fly away. That's fine. But if you stay here forever and never go anywhere, you've got a problem. Now, the state of Florida has 20 million people. That's why it's such an important election state. The state of Rhode Island has 1 million people. No one knows we're here. 20, more, 20 times more people in Florida. 20 million versus 1 million. Florida has a population of 20 million, and it has uh, 387 police districts and 76 school districts. Rhode Island, with 1 million people, has 48 police districts and 54 school districts. Now, what that means is that there is a police district in Florida for every 51,000 people, but there's a police district in Rhode Island for every 20,000 people. There is a school district in Florida for every 263,000 people. There's a school district in Rhode Island for every 18,000 people. In other words, and if I went to California, Texas, New York, Pennsylvania, Michigan, this gets worse and worse. We have too many jurisdictions. We have too many librarians, too many directors of public works, too many mayors, too many police chiefs, too many fire chiefs, and so forth and so on. You need a lot of talent for that many people. We don't have it. Rhode Island should operate like a city-state, like Singapore. We only have one state police outfit, and they do pretty well. They're highly regarded. Why do we need all these local jurisdictions? And so when this happens, you have a diminution of talent, a diminishment of talent. And that's why we have so many errors of commission, graft and kickbacks, poor road work, and errors of omission. For example, Kurt Schilling, the former Red Sox pitcher, wanted to come down here and start a big video game operation, wanted $78 million in loans, and the Economic Development Commission gave it to him because the members of the Economic Development Commission didn't do any due diligence because they didn't know how. They were simply appointees, no special talent. The thing went under, and Kurt Schilling is claiming that Rhode Island didn't treat him right, and Rhode Island's trying to recover its $78 million. Not enough talent. You don't believe that? Well, in the recent past... We've had a former governor sent to jail, a Providence mayor sent to jail, a Supreme Court justice sent to jail, the Speaker of the House sent to jail, the Majority Leader of the House sent to jail, and eight senators or representatives sent to jail. Now, we only have 38 senators and 75 representatives, 113 people. About 8% of them have been jailed. And I'm not counting those who resigned and left office in disgrace to avoid going to jail. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means that the incarceration rate of United States adults, and we have more people in jail than any other Western or modern economy, 
but the number of adults in jail in the United States is a tad under 1% of the population, of the adult population. In Rhode Island, I just read you, 8% of the legislature has gone to jail, eight times as many as the general population of the country. And I calculate if we included those people who were forced to leave office and resigned early and headed for the hills, it would be 18%. Why is that? There's not enough talent to run for election. The best and the brightest don't normally run for office unless they're innately rich to begin with, like the Rockefellers and the Kennedys. There's just too little talent. So we have people in the legislature who run lawnmower businesses or who are mediocre lawyers and who are looking for a different way to gain some power, to gain some leverage, to gain some clout. It's okay if you do it honestly. It's not okay if you cheat and steal. I don't think. So, occasionally we'll find the wealthy who try to do well in politics, like the Kennedy clan, or the idealistic who try to do well in politics, like Jerry Brown in California. Ralph Nader. I mean, agree with them or not, they're apparently honest people who have very strong ideals and principles about certain things. But you don't find people getting higher educations, competitive, smart, assertive people who say, I can't wait to get into politics. We have a largely blue-collar legislature in this state. These are nothing wrong with blue-collar, but these are people who wandered into the legislature, who ran for election, and who really aren't skilled in the art of governance. So they seek power they couldn't derive from their normal abilities or their normal professions. There are exceptions. We've had some brilliant senators like Pell and Chafee. Jack Reed right now, our senior senator, is a great guy, very highly respected. And so we do find some people with talent who make it through. I like our representative very much, David Cicilline. But it's easy to cross the line. It's easy, in fact, for a lot of them not to see the line. How can so many of these people committed so many crimes in office as though they're not going to get caught? Supreme Court justices, governors, my goodness. We need a city-state here like Singapore. We need a benevolent dictator. That's how you run a place like this. I mean, just like the nations of the Middle East were formed by the Balfour Resolution, basically a bureaucrat in London drawing straight lines on a chart, ignoring tribes and, and ancestries and historical fact, and just creating states, nations, the same thing happened here in the United States. These states formed just by coincidence, by the boundaries of rivers and forests and mountains. And when you went out west, the younger states, they were formed with that same ruler, Colorado and Wyoming and Oregon and Washington and so forth. We ought to unify our schools. We ought to unify our libraries, our emergency responders, Fire, public works, why not? You know why not? Because no one wants to lose the patriot. There's just too much to be gained by having all of these officials and all of these appointments and all of these offices so that people feel beholden, so that people can exert power farther downward. I remember in Union City, New Jersey, where I grew up in the 50s, even if you wanted to be a street sweeper, streets were cleaned manually then by men with carts, You had to have the mayor's approval because you had to vote for the mayor in the next election. So we're stuck with poor talent and not the best people. Or sometimes we're stuck with people who were born on third base 
and believe they've actually hit a triple, but they're never scoring. That's the problem when you don't have enough people in a company or in a city or in a country, you don't have enough talent. It is a function of numbers. And that's the uncomfortable truth. <laughs>